Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock, those of us out here on the West Coast on NFL Network, is the premiere of Joe Theismann, A Football Life, the one-hour show has sit-down interviews with Joe, with Art Monk, Joe Gibbs, Lawrence Taylor, and more. It is going to be phenomenal. Cannot wait to see it. You should check it out. And it's a, it's a treat, as it always is, but certainly with that just a few days away, to have our friend Joe Theismann on the show right now. Hey, Joe, good morning, and congrats on the, on the, uh, on the doc. That sounds really exciting. Bill, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And just hearing you say it, I just like uh, – sort of still in a state of disbelief that I was honored to have this opportunity to be able to have them do a football life on me. I mean, I've watched so many of them. Uh, and it's, you know, it's so incredible what you learn about so many different players, things that people really never knew. And I, I think people are going to find the same thing with this one with me. Uh, there's parts of my life that, um, you know, a lot of people don't know about. And, and so I'm flattered. I'm honored and flattered that the, uh, the NFL would do this. Joe, I'm always interested in folks who have these sorts of specials done, like we'll, we'll see on NFL Network or who write autobiographies, when they, you know, you have to pause and you have to really focus on your life and, and look backwards. How was that? Was it inspiring? Was it a little frightening? Was it, was it emotional? Was it surreal? What was, the, what was it like for you to, to be part of a process that really takes a look at you and your career? Bill, all of the above. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Um, you know, I went back to my I went back to my old high school. Uh, went back to the house I grew up in, which was an incredible experience. The uh, the lady that lives there, uh, she had just lost her husband uh, a month before, and she was kind enough to let us come into the house. And her husband was a huge Elvis fan, and you know, I'm, I'm a huge Elvis fan as well. And just to be able to walk into that house, and it, gosh, I could. I could see my grandmother sitting in the chair, and I could hear my mom in the kitchen. And, and it, I mean, we're talking a really, really small little house, and there was, you know, there was a, a, a little yard where we used to have our little 
wiffle ball games and our football games because my cousin Billy lived right next door. And you know, Billy was the guard on the basketball team with me. He was the second baseman. I was the shortstop on the baseball team when we were in high school together. So getting back to my high school, and of course, Drew Pearson um, came, up, came up too. And Drew was my wide receiver in high school. And I was, you know, blessed to be able to have someone with such great talent. And the thing about Drew is I, you know, I, the first pass he caught was a 61-yard touchdown pass at high school. And he, the way he ran in college, the way he ran as a Dallas Cowboy was the same way he ran as a South River Ram. Um, it was, it, his gait never changed all those years. And then having a chance to go back to RFK Stadium and, and uh, you know, spend some time with Lawrence there, and that brought back incredible memories as well. That, that is amazing. Uh, Joe Theismann, A Football Life, again, premieres Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern on, on NFL Network, 6 p.m. Pacific time out, out here on the uh, on the West Coast. Joe, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. It'll just be a, a continuation of what has felt like an overwhelming amount of emotional, excellent football all the way around since we got going last Thursday, and it continued yesterday with a really interesting and really compelling Monday night football game. I, I tend... Joe, try to try not to even form strong views of the NFL for two or three weeks. It just feels like everything's murky for a while. Do you feel like you, as an expert and a former quarterback, know anything about the Russell Wilson era or, or the Denver Broncos era with Russell Wilson after last night's game? I do not. I probably know less more than I thought I would know going into this game. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, coaching decisions – they make them for whatever reason. That was a little baffling at the end of the football game. I mean, you paid the guy a quarter of a billion dollars to uh, to win games, and you don't give him a chance to do it. I was a little bit surprised about that. Uh, but let hey, let, let's give Geno Smith some credit, okay? You, I mean, he those were big shoes to fill in Seattle, and boy, he he stepped up to the plate. I thought the team played hard around him, and you know, I, I thought Denver was a little overwhelmed by everything that was going on in Seattle. I mean that those listen I've been there I, I've broadcast games from there I've I've seen what it's like and and it is not a fun place to play if you're a visiting football team and <laughs> Russell found out Russell found out what the other side felt like last night and how difficult it was uh, sometimes to communicate the things you want to do but I, I'm you know I'm curious I know what the Buffalo Bills look like I know what the Kansas City Chiefs look like I, I got a pretty good idea what Tampa looks like. But I got no clue what Denver looks like, and I don't know how many people really do. Yeah, and as you as we've discussed, that I mean, not it's not like that's an easy division where you can shake off a, a rocky start. I mean, you, I know the Raiders lost, but I thought they looked good. The Chargers beat them. The Chiefs just blew the doors off of um, Arizona. H- have you recalibrated at all your your view of the AFC West after I, again, Joe, a, a very small sample size, but but a sample size nonetheless. Well, I, I think you know. I, I think you probably look at the AFC West, and you're probably going to go uh, Kansas City, San Diego, uh, Kansas City, uh, LA uh, Raiders, and then Denver. I mean, that would be that would be the order. I think you could look at it now. But as you and I both know, Bill, wait till the end, and wait till we talk on Monday, <laughs> and let's see what it looks like on Monday as the cards get shuffled. And you know, the big thing is if you can keep your people healthy. You know, ones are ones in this league for a reason. Because they're better than the twos. And if you lose ones and you have to play somebody with twos, you're just not going to be as athletically apt at being able to perform the way you want to. So, uh, you know, that's the big, big health is going to be a big thing. But I still, I still look 
it's a heck of a division. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, we don't even talk about Dak breaking his thumb in Dallas. What's that? What's going to happen down there? Yeah, um, I mean, let's let's so, do it. I mean, let's let's get into that because it. We thought maybe six to eight weeks. Jerry Jones is saying maybe he can play in four. How do you, after one week in Dak's injury, how do you rethink or recalibrate your views on that division? Uh, you know, we you and I have talked about this quite a bit. Is you can't you can't win unless you have a quarterback. Now, we saw Geno step up to the plate. You know, can the young guy down in Dallas step up? He's got some. You know, it's, it's not a rookie got some experience, but they're probably going to have to go get somebody. And if they operated on his thumb, if he came back and played in four weeks, that would be considered a mild miracle. Actually, it would be a full miracle, to be honest with you. Um, I just I can't see it. I, I'm, it's not only, do, not only do you lose time, but his, his arm's going to get tired because he can't use it to throw the ball. His conditioning, he can do anything he wants, but it's different than playing games. And we saw that. We saw teams become different football teams in the second half over the weekend, just from a conditioning standpoint. And they've got another week to sort of get themselves ready to play football. You know, I, I think maybe Dak, maybe Dak is back being Dak in 10 weeks. Maybe. Uh, I still think that's a, a little bit of a stretch because you're still going to have to hold on to the football. You're still going to have to grip the football. And then what happens when you get into the temperatures? You play the Giants. You know, you, you, you're going to play in Philadelphia. You're going to play where it's really cold. You know, that affects your grip as well. It affects the strength of your, your, uh, your grip. So there are a lot of factors, I think, when it comes to, you know, how healthy Dak can be. And it's darn unfortunate. You know, from, from the, the leg break to, to now, you know, and then he had the, the shoulder problems, then he had the calf issues, now he's got a thumb issue. It's just he, he sort of just can't get out of the way of bad luck. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, I don't think we've talked a lot on the show about about the Jags' loss to the Commanders, but I'm really interested in both those teams and specifically both of those quarterbacks. Let's um let's start with with, with Carson Wentz. What did you see, and based on what you saw, what what do you think we can expect going forward? Well, you know, it's it's interesting, Bill, because Carson Wentz threw 27 touchdowns, only seven interceptions last year. It was the last couple of games that really you know cost him his job in Indianapolis. And I don't think Frank really wanted to get rid of him, but that obviously wasn't Frank's choice. Um, I, I thought he bounced back. I thought he, he managed the game well. I, I go sideways a little bit with people sometimes when they say, oh, well, you know, this individual is just a game manager. We're all game managers. Tom Brady is a game manager. Peyton Manning was a, a, a game manager. You know, Russell Wilson need get a chance really to manage a lot. Uh, Geno Smith did a good job of managing the game. So, you know, we're all managers when it comes to the position. And I thought Carson had made good decisions with the ball in his hands. Some of them got away, but they do. Uh, I think he was late with one throw, but that happens as well. But then he bounced back. And, and that's real, that really, to me, was an exciting thing to see that, you know, people I'm sure wanted to bury him after those interceptions. And he came back and threw two touchdown passes. And our young guy stepped up, Jahan Dotson, really showed why he was our number one pick. Terry McLaurin's the same way. Uh, Curtis Samuel, why they made the deal for him. Antonio Gibson was going to be a backup, but after Brian had the, the shoot, got shot, you know, Antonio stepped up and, and did a heck of a job capitalizing on the opportunity. Lots of good things happened around Carson as well. Uh, Joe, on the other side of the equation is a quarterback who, in Trevor Lawrence, where there was massive expectations, and obviously things did not work out 
with Urban Meyer, to say the least. This is his reset year. Uh, I did not see a lot of this football game. I'm really curious what you saw from Trevor Lawrence and what your confidence level is that he can reclaim. What I think most people expected was his, his eventual place among one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I think the only thing that he needs to do is gain experience. At the end of the game, with about a minute and change to go, he just heaves the ball up in the air. Well, you're not giving your team a chance to do anything. It was like third down. You have a couple more downs to be able to do stuff, and, and so or second down. And, and so, you know, the thought process will get better and better with Doug. Doug Peterson is the perfect guy to help Trevor Lawrence become whatever he has a chance to become in this league. They're a fast football team on offense. I think defensively, they've got some real, real star power. Uh, Jacksonville is going to mess up some people's schedules. Uh, don't, don't discount the Jacksonville Jaguars in any football game. And Trevor's going to continue to grow with the coaching that he gets. And now it's a question of sitting down and looking at film and saying, these are the things that I need to do better, and these are the things I need to continue to work on. And as he grows, I think you'll see this football team grow uh, and get better and better. But in the early stages right now, I think so much of what we want to focus on is what defenses are able to do. Washington's defense stepped up. Their number ones played well. Those defensive linemen, they made a big difference in this football game for them. I think Jacksonville is, is a place where they've lost some people on the defensive side of the ball, but yet they've got some really good people to work with. So, I, you know, I, I, I was curious like you were to watch Trevor play. And, you know, he's as advertised. From a skill standpoint, he's got it all. Now it's just a question of gaining knowledge. And Carson was making, made good decisions with the ball in his hand, which really was a problem for him at not a lot of times, but all you need is one big mistake and people never stop talking about it. Yeah, especially if you're Carson Wentz. I mean, that, that, you're, you're right. Joe, our, it's our friend uh, Joe Theismann, who Joe, literally one of my favorite people to talk to. Every time you come on, the show's better. My day's a bit brighter, and I'm just so I'm so excited for you on a football life. And I didn't know that. I didn't know you got to go back. To, I mean, that's we all come oh, from somewhere, God. and to go home like that, dude. I can't wait to see it on on Friday at nine o'clock on NFL Network. That's that's amazing. I, and, and to be able to go home and go back in the house that I grew up in. I mean, it yeah. was just, man. The, the 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 football games we used to play. Now there's a garage uh, on the <laughs> lot. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, we're not. I'm talking about a lot. I'm talking about a lot that's maybe. 50 by 100, maybe not even 100 feet, uh, just a little small area. But we had one of the rare uh, empty spaces, I guess you could say, in the neighborhood. And, you know, neighbors came across the street to say hello. I mean, uh, it was so great to go home to South River. I mean, so many wonderful memories, so many wonderful friends and people there. That is, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, my friend, thank you for being on. Congratulations, and, and we'll all be watching on Friday at, at 9 Eastern on NFL Network. Joe Theismann of Football Life. Can't wait to see it. Bill, thanks so much. Look forward to catching up with you again. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 